My name is Eric Gody Roth. Welcome to the first podcast of Canine Educators to Save a Life. We are very excited to be producing podcasts and we'll have lots of fantastic information as it relates to dogs. These podcasts will provide you some great information on how to take care of your dog, and we look forward to having you tune in. In this episode, I will give you a little background on how we got started and what you can expect from future podcasts. I am a third generation firefighter great-grandson to one of the very first firefighters to pull a horse-drawn steamer for the Denver Fire Department. My uncle and cousin have retired from the fire service several years ago, so you might say my lineage brought me into the fire service. After high school, I joined a volunteer fire department and began my pursuit of becoming a professional firefighter. However, I needed an income to bridge the gap between my dream of being a career firefighter and the reality of life. And so began my path selling complex hydraulic systems for the transportation industry. Soon my path diverged and I found myself selling over-the-road semi-trailers. I found sales to be quite easy. I spent countless hours entertaining clients with golf trips, travel, fantastic dinners, and sporting events. This success led to some very handsome paychecks. Ultimately, the large paychecks led me to the decision to abandon my dream of being a professional firefighter. In the spring of 2005, I received the call which many of us fear. My father had passed away unexpectedly. This tragic event rocked me, shook me to the core, and really gave me a pause. Suddenly, I was confronted by the reality, and a pressing need arose to take stock in my life. Those looking in would have said I had it all. The American dream. I had a lucrative job, countless perks, high-profile business transactions, and prestige. And for all I had, I was lost. My passion and personal satisfaction were non-existent. Within the year, I left the corporate world of sales and reinvigorated my dream of becoming a firefighter. Now let's fast forward 23 years. Today, I am one of three specially trained SAM officers for a large city fire department. SAM stands for safety and medical. My fire path led me to the discovery of my passion to teach. This led to my involvement in education and instructing throughout the metro area. I have been blessed to mentor, train, and instruct hundreds of individuals in programs such as paramedicine, advanced cardiac life support, pediatric life support, CPR, and first aid. In 2006, I was privileged to become a faculty member with the American Heart Association. Now, the next part of my tale isn't as happy, but it changed me beyond belief. You see, intertwined in this story is the story of my beloved dog, Samson. Samson was my short-haired St. Bernard. He was vibrant, full of life, and had a personality like no other. He truly was my best friend. One night, I was at the computer, and I was purchasing a few human CPR mannequins for my human business, and I came across this dog mannequin. And for a moment, the world slowed. As I looked at this mannequin, it brought me back to a time where I was witnessed to watching Samson take his last breath. I had lost Samson to a condition called bloat, or GDV. He died within 45 minutes. My world was torn apart as I had lost my closest friend. Never have I loved so deeply, and to have it taken away in a matter of moments was absolutely devastating. At the time, I was not able to recognize what was happening to Samson. It was actually a life-threatening emergency. Looking back, I felt if only I would have had a bit of education on bloat, the outcome may have been different. As I composed myself, I wanted more information. I thought, if there is a canine mannequin, then there certainly should be a course to learn canine first aid and CPR. 
I performed a search on the two top search engines, and sadly, it did not take long to realize there was no such course. I was quite astonished that there was so many dog owners, yet little means and training available on how to take care of them in an actual emergency. I even ran across some pet consumer figures that stated there was $370 million just spent on pet costumes for Halloween. I was able to find sporadic information on individual subjects in regards to first aid. However, not all the information in one package. In short, there was no canine and first aid CPR course that I could attend. Then I had what some people say is an aha moment. I thought, being a paramedic, I have a great deal of experience both professionally working for a busy 911 system and as an educator teaching. There is no 911 for dogs, and there is no one filling that gap. Rather than accepting that there was no course offered, I asked why not. If you want to learn to bake a cake, you go to a baker. If you want to learn how to save a life, you go to a paramedic. Now dogs are certainly not small humans, but they have very similar parts. They have blood, and they bleed. They have lungs, and they breathe. They have bones that break and have the ability to eat something poisonous. Dogs are placed in situations where they become injured or even killed. The ASPCA publishes that as many as one in four dogs could have a dramatic better outcome if only one first aid technique was applied prior to arriving at the veterinarian. At that moment, on a whim, I sent an email to five doggy daycares asking if they would be interested in a paramedic-based course on how to provide first aid to dogs. To much surprise, by 10 o'clock the next day, Four of the five emails I had sent actually responded back wanting more information and one of them even wanting to schedule a class. Keep in mind, I didn't have a single mannequin at this point or any course content. Over the next few weeks, I ordered that canine mannequin that I ran across on the computer and I developed a course. I then had the course vetted with some of my veterinary friends to be sure I was presenting current material and to assist with the transition between humans and dogs. In August of 2009, I held my first pilot class, a whopping three people. The class was held with the division manager, the owner, and a manager of a doggy daycare, all who had tremendous amount of working with dogs background. Going into this pilot class, I was fearful the class was lacking and incomplete. To my surprise, all three people indicated the class was the best canine first aid and CPR class they had ever received, and they wanted to move forward to train all of their staff. The course started out paramedic-based material teaching students how to provide care to an injured dog. Once veterinarian Dr. Lisa Booth joined our team in 2018, our educational expertise and outreach has grown immensely. We now have several options for people to be educated in canine first aid and CPR. We have in-person classes and offer a variety of online courses available, including specific course for pet sitters. Later this year, we'll be developing a course for search and rescue groups. To date, we have trained over 2,600 students in canine first aid and CPR since that pilot class back in 2009. Our in-person courses cover 20 topics including splinting, bandaging, how to control bleeding, snake bites, and most importantly, how to perform the Heimlich maneuver on a choking dog. That is the number one trauma killer for the past five years. One thing we focus on is how to read the dog, look for signs of aggression, and see if the dog is approachable to provide care. One thing students have after the course is confidence. Confidence in the ability to take care of their dog in any emergency. 
We will tailor classes for doggy daycare providers, and we will travel anywhere in the United States for large groups. We also have a class specifically for police, fire, and EMS. It did not take long before my class through social media had significant organic growth. This prompted me to author and publish a book called Canine Medic. You can find that book on Amazon. On June 1st, 2019, we debuted our first online course. This course is self-paced and students learn all aspects of canine emergency care with lectures, demonstrations, and viewing of hands-on skills practice. Initially, I had some reservations about creating an online course, as online certificates seem to carry a stigma that at times they don't hold much merit. It was important that our course didn't carry that image. As part of the course, we do require students to upload videos of themselves doing skills so we can correct techniques and intervene as in a traditional classroom setting. Students get one-on-one instruction from our veterinarian, Dr. Lisa Booth. We also hold students accountable to the material that is being shown. We require an 80% passing rate and CPR skills submission in order to be certified. The course has a 60-day completion period once registered, and the certification is valid for three years. Courses start off at only $45. I truly think everybody should have a why. I could take the easy route and tell you that I'm most proud that we save lives. However, the feeling I receive is not describable when I open an email that starts off something like this. Odie, you will never believe what happened. And they go on to tell me how they handled the emergency and they were able to save their dog. The bullet stories I receive actually bring me to tears as they share photos of their dog who is alive and well because of our training. It is in that moment I am able to take time to reflect on what we do and for all the hard work and passion of our instructors and what they put into the course each and every day. Our goal, by you subscribing to our podcast, is to make you a better you. Many people admit that they love their dog more than they like people and consider their dog as part of their family. By being prepared, you will be able to provide first aid to the ones you love in their time of need. In my case, you just might be able to recognize when your dog is facing a life-threatening situation and be able to act promptly. When I lost Samson, I was left with a tremendous amount of guilt. Guilt is not something that is time-stamped, and at times it could be with you for years. Just by attending a course does not mean that every outcome will be favorable. Lewis Pasture once quoted, Chance favors the prepared mind. What he is saying is when you prepare, there's a better chance of a more favorable outcome. To give you an example, as a paramedic, I have over 100 hours of active shooter training. I hope I am never placed in that situation. However, if I am being a paramedic, I have confidence that my actions will make difference for many people. We are excited to be podcasting and we will cover a variety of subjects as it pertains to providing first aid for your pup. I'm excited that we will be including actual case studies by our veterinarian, Dr. Lisa Booth, in these podcasts. By subscribing or taking one of our courses, you will have taken your first steps to be prepared and will make you more prepared to handle an emergency involving your dog. You can find course information at canineeducators.com. We look forward to having you be a part of the Canine First Aid and CPR family. And remember, never let fear be larger than your purpose.